Hey there, Quajo here. And if you haven't heard my voice, I'm the new host of the Art of Online Business. Quick update on my new offer. I did not expect the initial launch spots to sell out so fast. I'm talking about Facebook ad setup to success, which is one-on-one -on -one Facebook ads coaching for the driven course creator from me, three Zoom calls within a month and unlimited support in between so that you can run your lead generation campaigns, your launch campaigns, your SLO, self-liquidating offer funnels, exactly like I would, getting all my tips and tricks and strategies plus just unlimited support inside of Slack or Voxer or one lady's even doing it from inside of Messenger with screen recordings, Loom recordings, this sort of thing, questions. This is what I'm doing, but all those limited spots that at the initial launch price, they are gone. And I just wanted to explain that out of integrity to the people who took those first spots, um, the price has gone up and there are one, there's one spot maybe two if I do some scheduling jujitsu for May, otherwise we're booking into June. You can click on the link in the description below to find out more, or you can go to theartofonlinebusiness.com forward slash call if you need that kind of one-on-one -on -one Facebook help. All right, back to the episode. It's really, really easy. That's the key is you don't have to think about headlines. You don't have to think about image that you're going to use. You don't have to think about any of that stuff because once you create your listing, that is your advertisement. This is the show where I bring you the best tips, tactics, and strategies for using paid traffic to grow your business on autopilot. You also hear what's working and not working right now from the top minds in online marketing so that you can get more leads and sales every day without having to empty your wallet in the process. All right, let's jump into it. Hey, hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Art of Paid Traffic Podcast. I'm Rick Mulready. And how's it going, my AOPT friends? You're back for number 54. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast here where we're going to be talking about Amazon PPC today with my buddy Scott Volker, who is an expert in this stuff and also selling things on Amazon, which we're going to get into a little bit here today. This is a topic I knew nothing about before getting into uh, this conversation here with Scott, but I've actually been getting a lot of requests for Amazon PPC uh, for us to talk about it here on the show. So that's why I wanted to bring Scott on today and really excited to bring you this conversation here with Scott. Before we jump into the interview though, I want to give a big shout out and thank you to all the people who have recently left ratings and reviews for the podcast over on iTunes. We have jumped. We've eclipsed um, 100 five-star ratings and reviews. I think we're at like 110 now. The ranking for the podcast on iTunes has really jumped, which I'm super, super thankful for. And for all of you who have left ratings and reviews there, whether more recently or in the past, you're all eligible to win a scholarship to my flagship Facebook ads training course, which is called the FB Advantage Automated Facebook Ads Made Simple. And I'm about to reopen enrollment for that course next week. Well, re well, depending on when you're listening to this episode, um, for the first time since January. So I'm opening it back up for the first time in almost eight months. So if you'd like to be eligible for that scholarship too, all you have to do is leave a rating and review for this here podcast, The Art of Paid Traffic, over on iTunes by August 23rd. Now, I've extended that deadline by two days. So depending on when you're listening to this episode, you do have a little time. 
And if, like, I, like I mentioned, if you've already left a rating review you know, months ago, thank you so much for doing that. You're going to be eligible as well. I'm going to be choosing a winner at random and announcing it here on the show next week. So I'm really excited to, uh, to be doing that. All right, let's get into what we're going to be talking about here with Scott. We're going to be talking about Amazon PPC, like I mentioned. I've been getting a lot of requests for this. And I've invited Scott on here because he's the expert. I didn't know, I'll be honest with you, I didn't know anything about Amazon PPC or selling things on Amazon through their FBA program, which they call their Fulfillment by Amazon program. We're going to, we're going to talk a little bit about that here today. And now that I've had this conversation here with Scott, this is a really interesting strategy for creating a business for yourself. And Scott's done a really good job of doing that for he and his family. So Today, you're going to learn Scott's three-step approach to launching a new product ad campaign on Amazon, how to use Amazon PPC to get more reviews of your product, best practices for how many reviews that you should have on your product before even turning on your PPC ads, the key length of time to test your PPC campaign when starting out, at what point that you determine those winners and losers of your PPC ads, and then also strategies for getting the highest ad ranking on Amazon for the lowest cost. We talk about a lot of different stuff here when it comes to Amazon PPC and how to leverage Amazon to create a great business for, for yourself, which Scott has done a really good job of. So let's go hang out with Scott. All right, Scott, welcome to the uh, Art of Pay Traffic podcast. How's it going, man? It's going really good, man. It's going really, really good. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about what your background is. We're going to be talking about Amazon PPC today. And I'll be honest with you, I know nothing about Amazon PPC. So I'm really excited about talking about this uh, subject here. And we've actually had quite a few people... I've actually had quite a few people reach out to me to ask me to have somebody on to talk about this topic because it's becoming more and more popular. And I know that you and I have talked previous to this episode here about the success that you're having. So I'm really excited about um, you know, learning more about what you're doing with it and how other people can have success with it also. But what is your background? Um, well, I'll give you a short story um, because we all, as entrepreneurs, right, we have stories. Yes, uh, of course. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, I, uh, I, I came from, um, I mean, basically starting online, I'll give you that story. I started up, my wife and I were photographers um, locally in our area, we built that up to a pretty good sized business. And then we just felt like our time was strapped from, you know, having to have clients and meeting with them. So we decided to look into this online thing. We went ahead and, uh, figured out that we could actually, you know, people were selling how to stuff online. And I was like, wow, let me check this out. Uh, fast forward a little bit further. I built a little bit of an audience and then rolled out a, a, basically a course to teach people how we kind of started from scratch without any, you know, background in photography. And then I uh, did my first little launch and my first launch, I think we did like 12 grand in like, like two days, which was kind of like, holy crap, this is, you can actually make money online. So wait, you, uh, were, you were teaching other photographers? Yeah. Or, uh, okay. Yeah. How, yeah, how, to, yeah. how to take their business online. Yeah. We, we kind of figured we would not even how to take their business online, how to have them start their own local photography business. Oh, okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Because we kind of started with knowing nothing, figuring everything out on our own, and then just how we kind of you know built our our reputation, how we how we went after our niche that we went after. We we were more or less a family slash uh, children's photography studio. Okay. Um. So then we just kind of started doing that, and then you know Photoshop was kind of starting to become bigger back then. Um. I'm talking, you know, I'm going back like. Uh, 15, almost 15 years now. Um, and then Photoshop was just starting to come on the scene and stuff. So I figured all that stuff out. And then I started teaching people online too about how to use Photoshop and, 
uh, templates and all that stuff. So then I just, I've built that into a business. I still have that business right now. Um, but then from there as an entrepreneur, obviously we're always looking for other ways to supplement our income or, you know, add, add another, another revenue stream. So, uh, I went ahead and started hearing a lot about this Amazon thing and I had sold stuff on eBay and stuff before, you know, just kind of to test out the market and, uh, Amazon, I, I seen that it was a really cool little thing that people were doing. And a lot of people, what they were doing though, is they were selling stuff that they were finding on clearance and that's called retail arbitrage. That's what they call that. And, um, I was hearing people saying, yeah, you go in, you get it, you know, you buy stuff and, uh, you know, you find it on clearance, you get 70, 80% off and then you sell it and you know, you can sell it under that brand and it's really good. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I'll go and I'll, I'll try this thing. So I went and got a scanner for my phone, you know, you get the app and I went in and I spent about 20 minutes in like a Rite Aid and I literally, I quit. I said, I'm done. I'm not doing this. <laughs> it's not, it's too much like a job. So then I started hearing about this private labeling thing where you can actually take the product or a product in China usually and then brand it as your own. Almost like if you go to the supermarket and you see they have a name brand and then they have the store brand. Sure. It, it's the same exact thing. Okay. Um, just so your audience can understand what it is. And so basically then you own um, that product and then you all you have to do now, it's kind of almost like a digital product in a sense because now all you have to do is basically sell it. And the beautiful thing with Amazon is they have a program called FBA, which is fulfilled by Amazon. You literally just ship the stuff to Amazon and they handle everything. They pick it, they pack it, they take care of refunds, they take care of customer support, everything. So it was the closest thing that I could find that was like a digital product. Okay. Um, so so Amazon becomes your your basically your fulfillment house, your drop shipper, if you will. They yep. handle all that stuff. But give me an example of like what a product could be. Sure. Um, a product can be a garlic press. <laughs> remember, remember when we talked on my show when I interviewed yes, you? Inside yeah, joke here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Garlic press is my example. Um, and the other thing is with the Amazon business, a lot of private labelers won't disclose their product because someone can go out there and take the product and then kind of try to sell under your brand or even try to sabotage your listing to try to, uh, you know, make their listing, uh, come to life. Okay. So that's kind of in this world. A lot of people won't disclose their product. So you um, order, you order like a bunch of garlic presses somewhere. Yeah. How does yeah. That work? Yeah, there, there's a couple different places. Um, AliExpress is probably the easiest, um, and that is owned also by Alibaba. Um, and they're both um, pretty big now. They've become really popular over the past few years, um, and they're a publicly traded company and everything. Um, and you know, basically, you go there, and it's you're basically connecting to an agent or a supplier. And then from there, you're able to say, hey, I want to order some of these. And then if you want to order them and have them just have their generic branding on it, you can do that. But what we do is we brand ours under our own brand name. So now we totally own that product and that buy box. And in without getting too technical, when you go there, if you if I if I'm gonna sell like um like if I was going to do the retail arbitrage thing and I was going to go in and buy a bunch of Barbie dolls because they were on clearance. Um, I'm going to go under like Mattel's name and I can list that under Mattel and I'm going to share the buy box now with maybe 10 other people. But hmm. if I'm, if I'm going to be Mattel, I'm not going to be Mattel. Maybe I'm going to be a garlic press that's going to be sold under best kitchen by Scott. Right. And now that brand is only going to be able to be sold by me because I own it and I manufacture it. So I control the buy box. Okay. So that's why private labeling has become so big because now we don't have to fight with everyone that is trying to sell a Mattel Barbie doll. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, whatever. Okay. Um, so, so that's a trick to it. You've been doing it a yeah. little while. 
Yeah, yeah, and it's pretty. It's been around now for probably I'd say four four years, probably solid. That it's been, and, and you know, some people are saying, "Well, it's going to be saturated now that everyone's talking about it, and that I have my podcast that teaches all about it and everything." <laughs> and people are like, "You, you know, you're making more competition." The pro, the the, the biggest thing here is though is that it takes more startup to get started. Right okay. with a digital product, you you make the product digitally. You can go out there pre-sell it. You can kind of see what happens. Sure. With with this, you got to put up some cash. You know, and um, you know, typically you're putting up between you know like two thousand to you know up, upwards of ten thousand um for an inventory order. I mean, my first order was five grand. Okay. Um, so okay. you're taking a risk. Is it a case where you have to buy everything up front and then ship that to Amazon, or is it? Can you set it up so that you don't have to buy everything up front that you can? As I'm as I'm asking this question, I'm probably answering it as as I'm thinking through this. Well, you're kind of thinking of like drop shipping, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's not like drop shipping. Okay. You, you're actually going to order, and a lot of things that you buy through Alibaba, um, you're going to find an agent there, a supplier, and then you're going to have a minimum um, orders that you're going to have to order. Now, gotcha. a lot of times they're higher if you want to get the price down, but I've found them as low as a hundred or two hundred pieces. Uh, you know, if you go to AliExpress, that's a little bit different where they'll let you buy ones and twos, but the problem with that is the price is a lot higher. Sure. Sure. So with Alibaba, you're going to basically say that like for me, my first order was a thousand units. Um, and it cost me like five grand. So it was about five bucks a piece. And from there, now I've got a thousand pieces and then I ship those into Amazon FBA. They put them on their shelf. And then when I get an order, they just pull it out of the box and then ship it off to my customer. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so now that's get, pretty much how that works. Okay, so before we like, I feel I have a feeling we could go down like that whole rabbit hole about what this oh, topic yeah. is, but um, we'll 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 plug your your podcast at the end because I want people to learn sure. all about this if they're interested in doing that. Um, my last question for you before we get into like the PPC part of Amazon yeah. is how do you choose your product? Like, how do you choose that garlic press? Do you have any kind of testing method in order to figure out? You know what? I'm going to spend five grand here. I better know that I'm going to have some success in, in selling this stuff. That's the beauty of this is um, I don't go after products unless I can prove that they're already selling. Um, and I also have, I have different mindsets than other people teach in this because I don't go after the highly competitive ones that, that where everyone's going to try to promote this product or, or, or private label this product. I try to go after products that are kind of like low hanging fruit, low hanging fruit to me is like 10 to 20 sales per day. Mm, That's okay. like low hanging fruit. Like for me, I'm going after a product that I can say I can sell 10 units a day at like $10 profit. That's like a hundred bucks a day. And if I can find five of those products, I got five hundred dollars a day coming in consistently. Sure, sure. Um, and that's a that's like fifteen grand a month. So that's pretty decent. That's that's take home. That's profit. Yeah. Um. You know. Uh. That's after you've paid FBA fees, and that's after you pay. So typically, um, the way that you do this, just to kind of do this quickly, because we could spend a whole episode on this, but <laughs> and and I do on my podcast. But basically, what you you want to do, and there's metrics and numbers and stuff that you can look at inside of Amazon that they give you freely. Um. They have something called a bestseller rank, and it's almost like a Kindle book. If people have done Kindle books, they kind of understand that. But they give them a bestseller rank, and then different categories and different areas of um, Amazon have different sales velocity going through it. But once you start to understand it, um, you can kind of tell that, okay, this here is ranking like, let's say, 8,000 in home and kitchens. Well, I know that that product in that particular market doing 8,000 or the BSR is 8,000, it's selling 10 a day. Okay. okay. And now, of course, whenever anything happens like this, people start building tools. Well, there's a tool right now that I use, and I actually have had the uh, creator of it, and him and I are good friends now. It's called Jungle Scout. 
And that particular tool will basically cut, it'll, t- it'll give you a shortcut as far as like having to do all of the manual labor where you have to go and drill down into each listing that you search for. So for example, if I was going to try to go after garlic press, I would type in Amazon, I would go search for garlic press. And then I would see the top page that has 16 listings on it. Mm-hmm. And then I would evaluate those 16 listings. The old way of doing it was you would have to click into each one of those and you would look at the BSR, the bestseller rank. You would look at the reviews, see how many reviews they have, see if you want to go after that one that has a thousand reviews or not. And then you want to look and see at the rating of the reviews and stuff. Well, Ant, well um, Jungle Scout basically pulls all this data in in one little dashboard inside your browser. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. So you're able to sit there at a glance and say yes or no. They even give you estimated sales uh, vol- uh, volume. So it might say there's 1,200 units a month being sold of this particular product. Uh, okay. And then, so th- then you can start determining rather than just looking at the BSR. In the beginning, when I started, Jungle Scout wasn't even here. It's almost um, like a I, keyword tool. <laughs> it's of. very, very similar. And there's all other tools for that too, which, you know, we don't have to go down nice. that. But but basically, yeah, there's all of these. It's a whole nother, it's a whole nother game. Okay. Um, but it's a business. I mean, literally, you can build a business out of this with product lines. And that's the beautiful thing. And, you know, there's people selling companies. And I think that's where it's going to go eventually is where you're going to build a business with five products that's doing 100K a month. And you're going to be able to sell that to a company that's going to maybe give you 10 times what you're pulling in if you want to exit. Now, now, one way to drive that value up and to increase that success is through paid traffic. Oh, totally. I know on your show when we when we talked about it last week, we we're talking about how to leverage Facebook ads yep. for for that. But we're going to talk about how to leverage PPC on Amazon. So how does PPC work on Amazon? Okay, and the thing is too is it's really really easy. That's the key. Is you don't have to think about headlines. You don't have to think about image that you're going to use. You don't have to think about any of that stuff because once you create your listing, that is your advertisement. Mm. Like that is your ad. Right. So, yes, you can change your main image, but your main image has a lot of guidelines that you can only use an image that has a white background and you can't put anything in there that has like graphics. It has to be just the product. Um, So with that being said, when you go into pay per click in Amazon, I'm talking Amazon pay per click, they basically allow you to run their traffic to that listing like with three clicks of a button. Now, the cool thing about it, and this is how it works in Amazon, Amazon is a platform that people are there to buy things, right? So when you're doing paid traffic in there, the chances are you're going to convert some of these to sales. Now, in Amazon, the big thing that drives sales is reviews. The conversions are are going to increase the more reviews you have because it's a social element, right? Or a social proof element. It's like anything else. We got people saying like, we like the product or we hate the product. If you have 100 reviews and I've got one review and we're going to advertise to the same person, the person with 100 reviews is probably going to win. Sure. Right? So that's the other part of this game. But what what the cool thing is with Amazon is they give you all the data. So, for example, and this is kind of like my, my three-step approach when I launch a new product. Uh, basically, you go in, you set up your ad, literally a couple clicks of a button, and then what you do is you, you uh, select something they have that's called an auto campaign. So now you're going to tell Amazon here, I want to put $25 a day on this campaign and I want to bid up to 75 cents. That's using my starting point. Then I let that sit for seven days. I kind of let, I, I just kind of let, like let it marinate a little bit, right? I let it kind of do its thing. Now Amazon is going to position your product that you've listed because they have all of the data that's inside of your listing. They have the title, which is going to pull in data. They have the description, they have the bullets, all of that stuff. Uh, even your back end stuff, you have some keywords that you put in the back end and they're going to start pulling this data and they're going to start positioning this product in front of who they think is your buyer. So now after seven days, what I do is I pause the campaign and then I run the report 
And now the report shows me all of the keywords that they put in front of my potential customer. Mm. So now I take this data, I take it one step further, and now I can see how many impressions I had on these keywords. I see how many clicks I had, and better yet, I even see how many sales I had. So now each individual, uh, without adding any pixels or any type of stuff, it's giving me all this data inside of the Amazon platform. So now I take this data, I go ahead and I'll take some of the top keywords that I think are going to be performers, and then I take them out and I create a brand new campaign, and it's a manual campaign. Now I just go in, do the same exact thing, except where it says auto campaign, I say manual campaign, and then I copy in up to a thousand keywords. I, I copy in five, 10, 20, whatever it is, and then I start running that with $25 for a day, 75 cents on a click. Against, and all, the I, against all the keywords. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then I'll, again, I'll let that sit for seven days. Now, here's the thing though. If anybody is listening that is running it um, or might be running it, the thing is with Amazon, um, their analytics, it's usually delayed by almost three days. So oh, I've really? had, yeah, I've had people in my class <laughs> that basically they'll start running it and they'll, they'll email me. Scott, I just spent $50 in, in a day and I got all these impressions and all these clicks, but I don't get no sales. Right. And I just tell them, listen, just hold off, give it three days and come back to me. And then what happens usually in about three, four days, they go, oh, Scott, you're right. It turned right up, you know, up on its end where now I'm, I'm, I'm in the positive um, because it takes that long because sometimes people put them in their shopping cart. They don't check out, sure, right? So you get the click, but you didn't get the sale yet. So you got to kind of let that go. Sometimes I'll let that go up to two weeks before I determine if it's a, if it's a winner or a loser. Mm, okay. um, so those are just some things. But again, and I know you talk a lot about testing and all that stuff. Yep. So that's like the first two steps. The third step is you can also then run another campaign, same exact listing. Everything is the same, except where you say that if you want it to be auto or manual, you, you'll do one immediately. So you don't have to wait for the data. It'll be suggested keywords. So now what they'll do immediately, like that second, they'll scrape your listing and then from there, they'll build like a set of keywords that they think that you should target oh, by okay. okay. kind of like digging through your listing. And then I'll set that one up. So those are usually my three that I do like immediately. And I'll do like 25 bucks a day. Now, I don't always spend 25 bucks a day, but that's what I'm willing to spend up to. Right. And now, um, when you say you're bidding, so you, you set your daily budget and then you're bidding, you say like, like, like 75 cents. That's a, that's a cost per click? Yeah, that's a cost per click. Okay. Okay. Yep. And, and there's a cost. You're go, setting go this up when you're listing your product or or your product is already listed and then you're yeah, going back and needs, setting something up. It, it needs to be live. Your okay. listing needs to be live. And if, you, if you're doing Fulfilled by Amazon, you can build your listing like right now and it'll, it won't be live until your, your, uh, you know, your inventory hits the, the, the warehouse. Oh, uh, okay. So what I always do is I tell all my students, I'm like, you know, just build out your, your camp or your, not your campaign, your, your listing, get it there, get it all ready. So that way there, your inventory can get ready to get sent in and then fine tune everything. But then, uh, the minute that your, your, um, inventory hits the warehouse, you're live. Now, here's the other thing that I do. And some people have done it you know, not exactly like this. They'll, they'll usually wait till they, um, at least until the inventory is there. But I always tell people, I like to have at least five reviews on my listing before I turn on pay-per-click. Mm, okay. That's what I do. Now I've got some of my students that they're just impatient. I, I, I get it, you know, but I can pretty much know that I'm going to get five reviews in like a couple days. Sure. Um, I've got a couple strategies that we, that we use that, that does that. I mean, easy, e easy way is, you know, you got friends and family and you basically just, you don't say, go give me one. You say, can I send you the product for an honest review? They say yes. And then from there you can go ahead and get those. And even though they're not technically verified reviews, Amazon still allows them. Um, you know, they're just, 
you know, they're just there as stars. So that way there, it gives you the social proof. Sure. So when you, so when you set this up and you're, so you, you've set your daily budget, you've set your, your you set your cost per click, uh, bid and someone searches on garlic press. Yeah. And so does this mean that your, that your product listing could appear above maybe the highest rated garlic press on Amazon? Yes and no, and I'm glad you brought that up. Here, here's how it works. Like normally, and it depends. They're always testing their placement on their ads. Okay. Um, Amazon again is a, they're they're testing like crazy, and again that's why it's so beautiful because they're doing all the hard work for us. Um, but they just actually implemented um, uh, basically where an ad is now going right in the middle of the page. So and you don't even it doesn't even look like an ad. It just says sponsored ad like in a very fine print, but it looks exactly like the regular listing. So imagine being on Google doing or you know uh, you know bang or any of those and you're searching and and you know how the first 10 on the page are organic usually i mean the top ones are paid you know them but i mean saying the organic ones what if what if you had five of them in a row that were organic and then yours was a paid in the in the middle but you didn't it didn't even look like it it looked looked like an organic listing sure. that's basically what they're they're adding now um so that's huge for us as amazon sellers but basically the way it works is you don't necessarily have an ad above on top it's always to the right it depends if you're looking at it on a browser or if you're looking at it in a phone okay. but if you're on a browser in you know on a on a computer you're basically you have ads on the right hand side usually about 3 to 4 and then you always have them on the bottom of the of the very bottom of the page that's basically after you get done scrolling to the bottom they're there now here's the cool thing is you can be number 1 like day one, if you want to spend, you know, whatever, you know, like me personally, like my first time around, I said five bucks a bit. I just want to be number one. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and immediately I'm, I'm number one right now. If you don't have the reviews, you might not want to be number one yet because you might not get the conversions. You're going to spend too much. Now I didn't pay $5. I actually spent, you know, maybe a dollar 60 per click sure. to be there. So, but and that's another thing I should probably mention. Like if you're at this stage where you're going to start doing this testing, you got two different ways that you can do it. Let's say, for example, you want to start with the $25 budget and then you want to do 75 cents a bid. And then maybe after a day, you want to just look and see if you've gotten any impressions. Well, maybe your impressions are kind of low and you're like, hmm, I wonder why they're low. I'm not getting that much traffic. Well, the net first thing you want to do then is increase your bid to maybe 95 cents. Sure. Give it another day. And then do it to a dollar five the next day if it doesn't increase until you start seeing impressions. Now, the other way to do it, and this is the way I do it, I go five bucks. And then I let it tell me when I get a click that it's a dollar sixty. And then I reduce my bid down to two dollars. You okay, see, so, so you're, I, you're just kind of playing with the, the, the CPC bids kind of to, to try to find the best, the best, uh, the lowest cost per click for the best delivery. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And what's, what's the number one guy paying? Like I know I can I can figure that out in like a couple hours. Sure. <laughs> because if I bid five bucks, even though I'm not going to spend five bucks unless that person is, I, my, the minute I get a click, I'm going to see that I spent a dollar sixty per click. So I know that I got to bid either a dollar sixty or higher to be number one. Okay, so you can look at all right at what at whatever cost per click bid that you have put in there. You can see, oh, okay, at this bid, I was in this position. Yep. Very cool. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's the cool thing about it. Now, uh, you know, another strategy that a lot of, a lot of, um, you know, my students will do, um, if you're a little bit more cautious as far as spending money, you're not as aggressive is to do it the other way where you start off low, maybe 50 cents a bid, and then see if you get any low hanging fruit there that maybe you're going to get some clicks at that. But then if you don't get enough impressions, you might want to bump it to 75 cents and then do a dollar, then do a dollar 50 and slowly incrementally go up 
when I do it the other way because I'm impatient and I want to get sales like now, <laughs> right? Um, and there's a couple other things that I probably should mention just so you understand, your audience understands is like the other thing is, is when I first launch a product, I don't really necessarily care if my pay-per-click is profitable. I know that sounds kind of crazy, but here's the reasoning. Amazon is all about keyword ranking, right? We want to rank for a keyword. Well, how does Amazon rank for keywords? Sales. If you don't get sales through keywords, you're not going to rank. Mm, okay. Right? So here's how I kind of push myself to rank. And I'll pay, I'll pay two months of paid traffic at 25 bucks a day so I can rank organically. All right. So basically, if someone does a search for garlic press, if they find my ad and then they click on my ad and then they buy through my through that ad, basically, because they did that search, Amazon basically has a little a little flag system that says, hey, someone just searched for garlic press. They clicked on his ad and they bought. Hmm, let's make record of that. Now another couple sales come through doing the same thing. They're gonna eventually start ranking me on the first page of Amazon for that keyword. Organically. Organically. Yeah, okay. I got you. So Okay. You know, so here's the thing. A lot of people are like, oh my gosh, I'm looking at my ads and I'm spending, you know, 50 and I'm not, it's not profitable, right? It's not profitable at all. And my, my philosophy is this, it doesn't need to be profitable right now because what you're doing is all you're doing is blanketing the area and casting your net for these keywords. And then once you start ranking organically, you're going to start outweighing that. And that's just going to feed basically you allowing you to rank if that makes sense. Sure. Yeah. So it's and it's the same thing now. Once you get first page, as long as you have a good converting listing, um, then you're going to continue to get sales through that keyword. Yeah. And I now, mean, this is like any and, other pay, uh, paid traffic. Sorry, Scott. This is it's, it's yes. like any other paid traffic where, I mean, the first little while of your spend is is to gather data, and yep. you know if you break even, great. But it's it's all about getting data and then using that data to improve your ads. And this is what we're talking about here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a great example of this, and I actually, I, I share this on one of my uh, workshops is like, um, I, I show a slide that I, I basically recorded one month. I spent $1,200 on pay-per-click and I, and out of that, out of that $1,200, I think I produced 110 or 120 sales. Okay. But that entire month I had like 1900 sales. So the other sales came organically. Uh, okay. So because I, because I look at it that way, I'm like, okay, I, okay, over here, I spent 1200 to get basically ranked, right? And then out of that, I was able to get 1700 additional sales. Sure, sure. And if you do but that month after month and expand out your keywords, see, I'm, I'm not about just going after garlic press. Now I'm going to go over and I'm going to try to scrape keywords off of Google, off of Bing, off of all of these other places so I can start throwing in a bunch of keywords. And the beautiful thing is, is you can throw in a thousand keywords into your campaign and then just see what sticks. And, and Amazon breaks it down by keyword to tell you which one is yes. performing the best. That's cool. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. They, they give you something that's called average cost of sale. It's a, it, it's, they call it the ACOS and it's a percentage. So you can look at a glance at your, at your campaign. And I set up every, every time I do a new campaign, it's just for another batch of keywords. Oh, okay. okay. You know, so, you know, one little strategy I tell people to do is like, take your uh, competitor Take their ASIN. There's an ASIN number. It's it's an ASIN number, and it's basically just identifies that listing. You take that number or even the link. You can take the link. Usually the link works better, actually, because you're not using it as an Amazon tool. Let's just say you use the link. You take the link of the Amazon listing, and then you go over to Google Keyword Planner. You type it in the little website area there where you can search by website. So mm -hmm. it kind of scrapes the website. And then you get like a whole list of these suggested keywords. Then I export those keywords, put them into a campaign, Put $25 budget, 75 cent bid, let it go for a week. And test those out. Test them out. Nice. Yeah.
Yeah. This, so, I mean, this is so much you can do. Yeah. And, and the, the cool thing is though, Rick, is that um, so many people, once they get in Amazon, the first question they always ask me is how do I advertise my product outside? How do I drive external traffic? Yeah. You know, and it's like, you haven't even scratched the surface on Amazon pay-per-click and that's going to convert so much higher. I mean, my conversions on my listing um, are generally around 15 to 16%. So why wouldn't I just keep that traffic inside and try to just keep blanketing the area with these new keywords like these, like in years ago with Google, right? We used to go after long tail keywords. It's the same idea. Yeah. You're just trying to find these keywords that are kind of loose keywords that no one else is bidding on. If you get one sale every other week, who cares if you have a thousand of these keywords? Start with, start where your customers are, you know, and yeah. start where your customers are looking. They're yeah. there to buy, yeah. right? People on Amazon are there to buy. If you're taking someone like you and I talked when you were on my show and we were talking about really building a list. So this way here, people could then nurture that list and then, and then, you know, give them value so they could come back and use your product and then buy your product or use it as a promotional tool. So we can go and say, Hey, we're, we're going to be giving away, you know, 20 products for $1.95. And we know that you want to, you know, you, you're interested in garlic presses, you know, the first 20 that email us back, get this right. So Using Facebook for me is a great tool to build that list of people that could potentially be your customer and then help you also promote it. So this way here, it can help boost your ranking inside of Amazon. And in turn, get more reviews for you. 100%. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Man, this is, like, like I said, this is really fascinating. Like we could talk about this for hours because there's, I, I can see that there's so many intricacies to once you get in there and start playing around, you know, just to kind of test things out. My last question for you, Scott, is where, like, where on Amazon do you do this? Like, where on Amazon do you start? If you want to start promoting stuff, where, you know, where on Amazon.com do you find that? Well, you have to basically just create a seller's account or just, you know, with a pro account, I think it's 39 bucks a month, 39.99 or something. And that allows you to basically list products. It oh, allows okay. you to use pay-per-click. It allows you to do use all of the, the, the tools, the analytical tools and all of that stuff. So it's basically, you just go sign up for seller central. Um, and then from there it's tied right into your main account. So you have to obviously have an Amazon account, which I think we all do. Sure. Um, and then from there you just add the seller account to it. It's $39.99, I think a month. And then you get access to that. You're allowed to do this. Gotcha. Um, and then, I mean, you can list old books, you can list, you know, old toys. I mean, whatever you, you want to list, you can list. Um, it's, it's kind of like eBay, but I look at Amazon as like target and I look at, um, eBay as Walmart. <laughs> Sorry if I'm offending anybody, but that's kind of how I look at it. You know, I, I do. It's like Amazon is just, they're taking, they're taking over and it's just a little bit of a classier um, place where people shop. And I mean, look around. I mean, anyone you talk to, they're talking about, you know, I just ordered on Amazon because it's easy. Yeah. I have a you problem know? with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where can exactly. people connect uh, with you, Scott? Because I know I have a feeling that people, that people are going to have a lot of questions about this because it's such an interesting topic. Where can, uh, where can they go to connect with you and find out more about uh, how to do all this stuff? Yeah, basically just head over to my blog, which has uh, all my podcast episodes is really what the blog is. It's a hosting uh, place for that. So just theamazingseller.com. And um, I do a live free workshop too, uh, where I answer live Q&A and I walk people through the five phases. And uh, that I do pretty much every week, but I'm maybe going to start doing every other week. But you can just check that out at theamazingseller.com forward slash workshop. And uh, yeah, totally free. And I just basically give a lot away over there. So yeah, awesome. we'd love to see uh, see people head over there. Cool, man. We'll make sure and link the uh, link all these links up in the show notes for today's episode. Scott, thank you so much. Like I said, this is really, really interesting stuff. And like I like I mentioned at the very beginning, I don't I didn't know anything about this until we got talking about it last week and even learning so much more about it today. So thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. No problem, Rick. I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll definitely be in touch.
All right. Hope you got a lot out of this conversation here with Scott. If you're looking to learn more about Amazon PPC, definitely check out Scott's stuff. I'll link up all the links that we talked about here in the uh, in the episode today over on the show notes page, which is at rickmulready.com forward slash 54. Also wanted to invite you to a brand new upcoming live Facebook ads training that I'm going to be doing. One's going to be on Tuesday, August 25th at 10 a.m. Pacific. And the other is going to be the next day, Wednesday, August 26th at 5 p.m. Pacific time. I want to do a couple of different times to give people different options for their schedules. If you'd like to register for the Tuesday, August 25th at 10 a.m. Pacific time training, just go to rickmulready.com forward slash live training. Or if you're interested in uh, and or if you'd like to come to both, Wednesday, August 26th at 5 p.m. Pacific time, go to rickmulready.com forward slash live training two. That's the number two. So rickmulready.com forward slash live training two. I'm also going to link these uh, links uh, links up in the show notes page for you, uh, and it, which again is at rickmulready.com forward slash 54. On that training, I'm going to be sharing what's working right now with Facebook ads to create an automated stream of leads and sales for your business. It's all about creating security and predictability in your business with paid traffic. And Facebook ads are the easiest and most effective platform around today to do that. So that's what we're going to be talking about. That's what I'm going to be teaching on those live trainings. They're going to be the same live trainings, but just different times to accommodate different people's uh, schedules. So definitely hope to see you on one of those trainings. All right, my friends, that is all for today's show. Got a lot more coming your way in the next episode. So until then, keep testing your paid traffic to find out what works for you and your business and then do more of what's working. And I'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook ad manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads. Click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link and you can go download it right now for free.